0: Welcome to Gloom and Bloom. I'm Christine. I'm Taylor. And we're your pals that live in your ears. We live there all the time, like a
1: little piece of earwax, like the kind that you have to like clean out with like the water pick thing. Oh,
0: have you watched those? Oh my gosh, on like TikTok?
1: Flood them and then all of a sudden it's like a big clump falls out. Oh, I ear? haven't seen that. That's I've us? seen
0: like Dr. Pimple Popper, but <laughs> it's like Dr. Ear. He gets in there yes. with a the camera yeah. and you see it and they like Ooh. pull out clumps of just yeah. nastiness. It's my jam. That's us, except for we're not nasty. You want us there? Oh my gosh! But then, yeah, once you see what's in the air and that's us, you're like, wow, that's gorgeous. Actually,
1: put that back in. That looks
0: really. (laughs) (laughs) Can I keep it?
1: Actually, can I keep that in a jar so I can listen?
0: And they always say yes. They're like, like, well, I guess it's super weird, but whatever you want, (laughs) patient.
1: Totally normal.
0: Anyway, I'm glad you're not here because I was just really stressed and my native deodorant, if they ever sponsor us one day, I will cut this. It (laughs) failed me and I have the worst body odor.
1: You're frantically going back. You're like, which
0: episode was that? Which episode was that? We got to get it out. Taylor, native's here. They want us. I knew this would happen. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Just, you know, that stress kicks in and it just natural deodorant goes out the window. Let us say
1: that... It works for most occasions. It really does. It's pretty great.
0: Like so. embarrassed sweat and stressed sweat, it's a different brand. It is, and it will bust through anything. It's like even uh, Old Spice.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. no.
0: Unless it's not yeah, in- we we do. Me and Taylor, we just discussed this. We do all natural. Yes. Why do you choose all natural?
1: Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like I just feel like it's better for me.
0: Exactly. Like health wise.
1: Yeah, I about. Uh, Well, maybe we've talked about this before, but um, (laughs) probably after I had Annan or something. So Mm -hmm. like five, six years ago, I was like, we're just going to go with the clean deodorant. We're going to do the all organic, natural tampons, pads, everything. Yes. And I'm really trying to get the cup
0: down. I just can't. I I can't do the cup either. I'm trying so hard. TMI? I don't know. You guys asked, apparently. So we're going to tell you. (laughs) I just do the free bleed because I can't. Everything throws off my pH and things get upset. So I'm not about any of it. Even the organic stuff, I just worry. You just can't do it? Like, it's so white. How is this not bleached? You know?
1: It's so white. Cuz they're
0: like, we this is organic. We don't bleach our our tampons. I almost said condoms. But they're so white.
1: I hate bleached condoms. They're the worst. I know bleached
0: condoms cuz they're like, "Oh, it's like sun in for your pubes." <laughs> <laughs> it does wonders. It, the It's the multitasking.
1: Disintegrates as you wear it's it. It's keeping
0: you from getting pregnant maybe and also giving you pube highlights. I mean, all perks there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sign me up. I don't know how what we're you, talking okay, about.
1: Okay, how are you free bleeding, though?
0: Oh, uh, the period undies, like you yeah. find on Amazon. And I, I'm not heavy. And you don't, oh, yeah, because you
1: have a IUD.
0: I have an IUD, which I'm getting removed very soon. Why am I sharing all this personal information? No,
1: I love it, so. Um. <laughs> Sorry,
0: my headphones aren't working, so I'm going to be, like, bumping everything, and it's going to be loud, so apologies. Hey. Hey, um, bad. Yeah, it expired in May. So I'm sure it's not protecting me anymore and I just I want to break from birth control. So I do it.
1: What if you like get it out and your periods heavy and
0: intense? Then um hang on. Check. Okay. It was like no lines. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I think it's probably going to be an adjustment phase because it's an yeah. adjustment phase when you get it in. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Did you like bleed for a long time when yes, you got it like in? Yes, like
0: three full months. Yeah. Because I was like, if this doesn't knock it off. I know you for like a year. Yeah. And then, it, and then after that, it's great. I know, but that's a freaking long time. It's so long. So I don't know. We'll see. But I'd really like to take a break, especially since Todd got the snip snip, you know? Snippity snip snip. Anyway, the reason I choose native deodorant, Taylor, <laughs> is... <laughs> Uh, I want to go all natural. I found out all the bad stuff that's in deodorant, like aluminum and stuff. And my girls need to start wearing it, and yeah. I just can't yeah. have them wearing the aluminum. Yeah. So yeah, we like native. So there you go. That's that's what. But it's it let one. me down today. I'm disappointed just today. <sighs> it's just that stress. The stress will get to you. It really.
1: It like I don't care if you put straight up aluminum foil under your armpits.
0: <laughs> the smell will come out. Yeah. The stress will, will cut through that. Al- aluminium. Like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were just talking about our favorite band Disturbed before we started. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so uh what's new with you?
1: Uh
0: oh my gosh. I have so yeah, yeah, you got things. notes, I got notes. So many
1: things. Uh first off, uh I went to Backstreet Boys last week. I know. You're wearing your Backstreet Boys I'm shirt right now shirt. and I'm upset. Um uh-huh. I would like to say I we talked about it maybe like for 5 seconds on our live stream oh but, yeah uh <laughs> i'm just gonna say okay i i have bashed on kevin right <laughs> <laughs> yes you know what he's not a horrible looking guy but he's just not he's just not my brand anymore okay like this is this kevin this yeah, is my brand that's a kevin. hot kevin that's okay. like that's like peak backstreet oh, boys probably yeah, like Totally. Her, so on her like, shirt. If Kevin now is your brand still, great. I don't know if you it know, is. You know, sometimes we just outgrow brands. You know, like I used <laughs> Absolutely. to be really into Limited Too. Oh my gosh, I was thinking um, Limited Too. So good. But you know what? I'm not I'm not really a Limited two gal anymore. I think Limited 2 isn't it? Now Justice. Justice just for girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, I, just, I just outgrew it a little bit yeah. now. I, I'm a little bit more of an AJ guy. But look, AJ, I was maybe not...
0: I know. <laughs> he was not my nope. brand when I was Everyone younger.
1: peaks at a different time. Right? And so... I'm just saying, you love your brand, okay? Yeah. And it's unique to you. That's that's <laughs> the beauty of it. <laughs> but truly, they were wonderful. And I was talking to Jared and my mom and just like a bunch of people about how, you know – I love concerts. I think they're so fun. They really are magical. And every time they end, I'm like, that was a blast. It was such a good time. But there is something truly special about like a nostalgia band. Oh my gosh.
0: Like, yes. Backstreet Boys, everyone there was in it. It looked so fun. Everybody knows every word to every song. Yes. It's not like one of those bands, like, I don't know, that you know half the songs. Yeah. I don't think I've seen so many people at USANA ever. I
1: know. It looked huge. It was insane. And so. It was really fun. Yeah? Did yeah. everybody rock their body? Oh, I put on a, a dance yeah. workout on my watch. Oh, good. And I went hard. Even during the slow songs, I was like...
0: <laughs> You're like, I got to get those cows. I'm going. What was your calories? dancing.
1: Oh, I, I don't even remember. Uh,
0: well, then what's the point? <sighs> I mean, I could go back and look,
1: let's be honest. But let's see. Okay. Um, what else you got? Me and Jared... Plowed oh, through wow. the TV. That's show. TMI Taylor. <laughs> we plowed and we plowed, no. <laughs> and that's it.
0: No, well, congratulations. That was
1: my week, mom, <laughs> no. oh, you're busy. <laughs> no, we plowed through the did you set your watch show? workout for yoga for plowing <laughs> for plowing, <laughs> dude? Have you looked through the watch workouts? No, some really. of them are so bizarre. I have to pull them up while I'm talking to you, but. Because <laughs> you can like go through so many different like they have like a million workouts, but um we plowed through the TV show Our Flag Means Death. Oh, I don't even know what it is. Do you know Taika waititi <sighs> No. He's like the person who like directed or wrote uh Thor Ragnarok and like okay. he's really funny. He's New Zealand from New Zealand. Uh-huh. And he also like he's friends with the people who did oh he did like the vampire show like Vampire Diaries no 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 <laughs> not that one Ooh, Twilight <laughs> yes that one <laughs> no uh I can't even think now what we do in the shadows oh but yeah Flight yeah, the Concord. oh so is it it's comedy then it's comedy okay Flight of so, the is so funny Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard okay and it's just it's so good where do you watch it
0: HBO I highly recommend I highly recommend. Very much love it. It's so fun. If
1: you like the humor of like Flight of the Concords, you would love it.
0: I should watch it. So Flight of the Concords is one of my first things I ever saw on YouTube. Oh,
1: I love it so much. Like I mean, Jared quote that all the I know. time.
0: Like being lewd with two dudes and food. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah. And we love uh, most beautiful girl in the room.
1: I don't know. I don't remember uh, that one. It's like the very opening song of episode one.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I'm sure I've seen it. Then, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of shows, me and Todd started watching Terminal List. Social dance. Social dance is one of your exercises. Oh, Sorry. perfect. That's what we put on. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Just kidding. Badminton. What if it's a private dance? Is there, if it's not social? There's, I mean, there's just dance. Like stripping is what I'm referring to. Yeah,
1: definitely. Getting a private dance. Equestrian sports.
0: I love it. Like a jockey. Yeah. They don't discriminate. Fitness gaming. What? Yeah. You just hitting up your Wii? You're like, (laughs) hang on, let me set my watch. It's the Wii fit. So you just got, you got to do it. Handball. Mm. Maybe that one could be used for, uh, hand jobs.
1: Solo play. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: uh, maybe mind and body Um uh, it's real specific yeah those real specific paddling <laughs> like like doggy paddling or like yeah.
0: paddle ball
1: Literal squash there's literally so many workouts wow. that's ridiculous. what I about mean.
0: bridge like the card game you know yes you can get <laughs> your wrist going with that
1: yeah absolutely so okay sorry Go i back.
0: i enjoyed that okay so terminalist it's the one with chris pratt and he's a seal a navy seal okay okay and it's really good. Ooh. I did. I'm not going to lie. We started it and I was like, I am not in the mood for like a bang them up, shoot them up show. But then it's so good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Okay. I don't even know where you watch it. Terminal. All terminal list.
1: Terminal list, not terminal.
0: Yeah. And I also, somebody was upset with me. They're like, I'm really sad you didn't talk more about the Throne of Glass series that I finished oh. by Sarah J. Mass. It's eight books. I demolished it. Well. And I love it. So much. Oh, so did you? You just watched the first episode of this show? What Terminalist? Yeah, we watched a couple. We okay, watched a bunch. So it's on Am- a Prime Video. Okay. Let me just. Todd usually turns it on. Yeah. Um. Sorry, but Throne of Glass. Have you ever yeah. finished Akatar? Hey, look, I'm four hours left in my last book. Okay, okay. so I'm getting there. We need to discuss slowly off slowly but surely. Um. Anyway, Throne of Glass. The lead, the female lead in it. I think she changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Her name's Ailyn. I love to hear about it. people who are reading it, they'll get it. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I might need to get a tattoo for her because <gasps> I love her that much. Ooh. But we'll see. Okay. Anyway, it's hard to talk about it with you because you've never I read know, it. I I know. But I'm you sorry. should. After you're done with this. Actually, I, you have to read Crescent City first. I know. And then you can go do Throne, Throne of, Glass. of Glass. Which one's like the more youth Book mm, well, like because one's like so, a more
1: youth, a young adult. So series.
0: Throne of Glass, she like apparently started writing it when she was like sixteen years old. Okay, so it's very mild, like not yeah. any sex scenes until later in the books when she was more mature when she was writing it. Okay, so anyway, uh, I also went to the dentist today.
1: Oh, how was it? Did you it get was fine? Lockjaw.
0: Uh no, because I didn't need any cavities filled. I do have one, but um they it was like they were cleaning my teeth, you know how they scrape your teeth. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she basically was like, Do you like the edges of your gums? And I was like, uh, I guess. She's like, Well, too bad. And then she took off all the edges of my gums. <laughs> <laughs> do you like the edges of your gums? Good, because they're going by Yeah, they're like, scrape, scrape, scrape my whole mouth. I was like, that's blood. That's a lot of blood that I'm tasting right now. So then she would like, just casually, she's like talking to me, and I'm like, my whole mouth is full of blood. Oh my gosh. So yeah, she's scraped, scraped, and uh, she's like, do you floss? And I'm like, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) You tell me, pal. Yeah, you guess. (laughs) You can probably guess. She sent me home with some floss. So (laughs) I got my assignment. Oh, I'm always like a a couple times a week. I'll give it a go. I know. Like if I have something stuck. Yeah. But I'm just real lazy with it. I, I need know. the flossers, like the little kid flossers. Well, I
1: already brush my teeth twice in the morning. So I just it's too many steps. It truly because I, I brush my teeth. Well, I don't know if I've talked about this on here. I don't think you I don't know what you're um, talking about. I brush my teeth in the morning. So I got allergy tested. I've talked to you. Oh, about yeah. This. Um, I'm allergic to everything in the world. You should see her back with oh. all the pricks that they did. Oh, just so swollen. So um, you can do like shots to get, you know, do the, what is it called? Like bodies, Okay. And um, I decided to do a toothpaste. So I have to brush my teeth. First. Oh, and then the second round I do with the allergy toothpaste. And you can't do that the first round. No. I mean, she said that you can.
0: Do you swallow but- the foam?
1: You know, <laughs> you just like let it sit on your gums and let, like your gums okay. absorb it. And then you um like can't eat or drink something for 10 minutes after. That must so, be hard. That's a lot of discipline. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just like, every, like sometimes I'm like rushing out the door and I'm like, I just got to get that second one in. And it's like a little stressful. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. um, so it's just flossing. It's just an extra. It's yeah. You're much.
0: like, I can't. I already got a brush twice. Uh, is it working? The I've, I mean... What they are you, said you won't notice for like, like six What's like a major months? allergy for you? Uh, cats oh so if you like rub mm. a cat on you now you're like this oh, toothpaste is bullshit i've legit had like bubbles on my eyes from allergies of cats
1: oh my gosh yeah. but um, gross i'm like allergic <laughs> to tons of trees and grasses outside like and
0: like weed yeah yeah so <laughs> she's like highly allergic to oh, heroin it's out of control
1: <laughs> it's out of control
0: that's not weed but i'm also allergic to my dog which i was oh, like i i knew Minnie. yeah isn't she hypo i guess she's not no she's, she's not all right. Mike fell down as usual. We're, we're, things are happening now. Things are happening. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to tell you about my dentist trip yes. just because I went and I did the 360 x-ray. Yeah. I've never had that done before. They're like, oh it's my gosh, wild. we have to do that for you because this is what we use to match like dental records. If you go missing or if they you <gasps> find your corpse and she's like, yes. if you want to be dark about it. And I grabbed her shoulder and I said, I do. Yeah. And it made me so excited. I love it. So Yeah. Like yeah, they got my they got my dental stuff on file.
1: Yeah, I'm even one of those people who are there like, uh, I don't know, would you want to you know do the DNA thing? Because like, what if they find like a family member through familial DNA? I was like, I would be honored if they found a killer through my <laughs> DNA. Okay,
0: I would wear it like tattooed on my forehead. Yes, I'd be like, my, I caught a killer through my DNA. My test. spit took down the Zodiac yes. killer. You never know; it could be you, right? It could be your great ancestor. Just saying, and you're per- depriving the world, yeah, from that yeah. knowledge. So it's on you.
1: It's kind of like Smokey the Bear. Like only
0: you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> only you can get the information we need for killers. I know. I need to, be to be know. Caught. I didn't look more into the plaid shirt killer your mom found, but oh, yeah. I could be related to <gasps> that killer. What if you are? I probably am because what have I told you about Sampy County? kissing cousins Kissing cousins all over the place <laughs> all
1: over. Oh my gosh, it's true. Uh, I don't
0: have anything else.
1: Um my other thing was uh You guys, we were supposed to uh release a Patreon mm. yesterday. Yeah, we didn't.
0: We forgot uh, about that. Back to
1: school has been wild and crazy. So, we will be getting that out to you next Tuesday. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, if you were on our uh Patreon live, you would have got to vote on what we picked, but you weren't. So
1: the people who were on got to pick and they picked Gypsy Rose. Yep. We're going to be doing Gypsy Gypsy Rose Blanchard.
0: Blanchard. Yep. And
1: uh, it's going to be really great. So next Tuesday, if you want to hear it, log on or subscribe.
0: Yep. Join our our Patreon. Patreon. Um, You get uh, three star fee picks. Yes. Five dollar (laughs) level. There you go. Also. Yeah. We were
1: talking about, I was talking to. Uh, my friend, I was doing her hair and she was talking about your mom. She was oh. listening to her episode and she's like, I can't believe your mom's story, the mom story. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. And she was talking about, have you heard of these stories of people getting called and some, they're like, hey, like your family members mm-hmm. hurt. And, mm-hmm. and it reminded me. So I was going to tell one time someone called my grandpa. <sighs> and I was like, this is just going to be our fun little Side thing here, but my grandpa got called by who he, the person said it was my cousin, Sam. Okay. So they're like, hey, grandpa, this is Sam. I've been in a car accident. I'm really hurt. I'm in the hospital. I need you to transfer me money. And so like my grandpa's calling my mom and like all this stuff. And anyway, I'm like, we, me and my mom and dad, and Jared and I were all driving down to St. George. And I was like texting my cousin Sam, and I was like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, why?" No. And I was like, "You aren't in a car accident." He's like, "No,
0: why?" Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, it was a I I hate it.
0: Did they? Did he give any money? No, luckily. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, thank
1: goodness, Grandpa. Yeah, I mean, call his loved very ones. Very skeptical of
0: things like That's my good. grandpa.
1: He's Which- like even skeptical of Amazon. Just like buying things on Amazon, hey, so you he's can't, not gonna.
0: You shouldn't trust it. No it's a major corporation. Totally. I mean, but that's so shitty yeah. because you're like in a panic. You're like, oh no! Like, of course I want to help my family, and exactly. then that's so shitty. Yeah, so freaking shit show. Yep, no good. Don't call old people. Well, uh, why older people? There's never a reason to call the Such person weird. over sixty-five. There's never a reason, no. unless you are their child. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, um, all yeah, I think I'm your first because I did. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Turpins. Oh, the good old turpins. Mm. Okay.
1: Let me pull mine up then. Do, 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 do. Okay. Today. Yes. I am going to tell you a story of an English woman who became the subject of considerable Controversy <gasps> in 1726. What? Yeah. And her name is Mary Toft. Okay. Ooh. She okay. sounds like a pill. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So, Mary Toft was born in 1701 and she was from a historic mar- market town called Godalming in Surrey. So, is, in England. Okay. <laughs> my mom i don't even know how to say it. i will never I'm know it's
0: pronouncing for sure i will never know anything about european geography I no re- i refuse i'm like oh just kidding. i know
1: exactly where that is <laughs> um i'm just gonna say here trigger warning oh. this is a birth story but please stick with me it's a wild ride and a little bit all over the place okay but it's a story that i feel like had to be told here for it okay so, Mary, in 1726, she became pregnant, and her story started to come to the public's attention in October when reports began to reach London. At the time, Mary was about 24, 25 years old. And she had been the daughter of John and Jean Denier. Okay, checks out. In 1720, she married a man named Joshua Toft, who is a journeyman and he had, they had three kids together. Oh my gosh. Is
0: he in the band journey? They,
1: you guys had no clue, but journey started (laughs) back in
0: 1720. Uh huh. This story, this is a
1: story about a small town girl living in
0: a (laughs) lonely world. Lonely world. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She married a journeyman. She did. Steve Perry. (laughs) Joshua Toft, AKA
1: Steve, Stephen Perry. Mm hmm. I don't even know if that's really his name. Is <laughs> it Steven. is now. It yeah. is now. <laughs> they had three kids together: Mary, Anne,
0: and James. Not Mary Anne. Mary. So Mary named her own daughter Mary. Yeah. No, no. This story is about Mary. No. So she had a child. She had named a Mary. child. She's a real Lorelai Gilmore about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so stories
1: at the time had puti- uh, have depicted Mary, the mom, okay. not the child. Mary senior. Mary senior. As short and a woman of sullen temper. Like
0: short in stature or short in
1: temper? Short in stature. Okay. But yeah, she had a sullen temper. And she was illiterate and impoverished and even thought, though her husband was a journeyman or a clothier, he was apparently not very skilled, or at least that's what the story is depicting he's a failure okay. he's a
0: failure he did he sucks his, his band never got off the
1: ground he tried he tried he failed <laughs> and work was sparse so in 1726 she became pregnant and she can again cuz she has three kids right Right. Mm-hmm. and she continues to work in the fields as you do in 1726 i'm sure yeah and one day she spots a rabbit Okay. So she chases it in hopes of catching it <gasps> for dinner. Alice in Wonderland? Yes. This is the story of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mary in Wonderland. Yes. Uh, so she's like hoping that she catches this rabbit and she can use it for dinner because they're impoverished. Right. Like we said. And she I mean, said, we all saw Outlander.
0: If you want meat, you got to go kill that shit. You have to fight for it. Yeah. You fight. think they just sell rabbit at the... The hut market. I mean, they do, though. But it's not cheap. Okay? Yeah, it's better to just get it yourself. Absolutely. Hashtag farm to table.
1: Farm to table.
0: (laughs) Exclusive. (laughs) It was really big in this time. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, farm to table, farm to table. (laughs) It was like on every restaurant, every pub. <laughs> By the way, I went to a place in Mexico called Flora Farms, mm-hmm. and it was farm-to-table everything. Like, they raised their chicken that I ate. They raised their goat cheese that I ate. Oh, my
1: gosh. It was, was so it delicious. Good. <sighs> yeah.
0: Well, I wonder if Mary could have worked there I love that. instead of in the field.
1: I bet she could have.
0: <laughs> but
1: she said the rabbit escaped, unfortunately. And even though it escaped, it would not leave her mind. Okay? Oh, no. And she's pregnant. So after that she had serious craving for rabbit meat. Okay. Obsessing over rabbit stew, rabbit pie, rabbit fried, roasted, poached. But since they couldn't afford meat, her craving couldn't be satisfied. I hate That's that. such a disappointment,
0: you it know? It really is. Oh, such a bummer. When I was pregnant with Jocelyn, all I wanted to do was eat dirt. And For real? I was never satisfied.
1: Did you ever try it just a little bit? No. Just to see? No. If you're like, oh, that hits the spot?
0: I thought about I it. I kind of wish you would have. No, I just chomped ice the whole pregnancy mm. instead and I broke all my teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love ice and teeth. I know, like chomping to teeth. That's why, like... It, like, after a year later, like, literally all my molars fell out, and I have three <sighs> root canals. <laughs> oh, and it no. gave me lockjaw, you guys. And then I went to the dentist today and they took off all my gums, so I'm killing it. <laughs> Teeth are
1: top notch <laughs> over uh-huh. here. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: so, as her pregnancy progressed a little further, she complained of painful complications earlier in the pregnancy. Like, you know, she wasn't ready to give birth yet. So. Okay. And at the time it seemed that she may be going into premature labor. Oh no. Yeah. In early August, it said that she egested which I tried to look up the definition
0: uh-huh. of that.
1: And what I got the definition, it was defecation. Yeah, so they like say ingest
0: something, I guess that's egesting. Yes. Okay. But I
1: think in this case it was coming from her uterus. <gasps> so she egested several pieces of of flesh. Oh, no. So apparently, here she is working in the fields and then having painful complications while pregnant. And now she's birthing or possibly pooping. I'm not going <laughs> to rule it out. Flesh. Who are we to say? I, I'm not going to say. And it said that one was as big as my arm. I don't know if that's a quote from the doctor or from her. But still, um, a whole effing arm. No, I mean, thank you. Like flesh or like flesh. clots? Mm. Flesh. Okay, hey, you guys, I'm hang in here, okay? <laughs> I know, it's graphic. It's a lot. Okay, I'm here. Well, they thought that this could possibly be the result of some sort of abnormality of de- developing placenta. Mm. And this would have caused the embryo to stop developing and blood clots and flesh to be ejected. Sure. Like sense. miscarriage. Yeah, something like that. So she ends up going into actual labor on September 27th. And And still
0: nowhere near due?
1: Yeah, no. Okay. Well, I think closer, at least. And her neighbor was called over, and her neighbor watched as she gave birth to several animal parts. The shit?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Why? This was
1: super alarming to the
0: neighbor uh why what makes her say they're animal parts <laughs> well let's just wait
1: <laughs> so she then took the pieces and showed them to her mother and mother-in-law the neighbor did and her mother-in-law was a midnight midwife named Ann Toft okay okay Anne was like WTF what is this yeah and immediately sends the flesh to a man named John Howard who is a male midwife who had 30 years experience and so, a mid-husband. A mid-husband is what we like to call it. <laughs> he kind of, like, initially dismissed this at first and was like, yeah, like, whatever. I don't know. But then the next day, even though he was unsure, he decided he was going to go see Mary. And that's when they showed him even more pieces of stuff that had come out. So, he decided to examine Mary. But he didn't find anything. So, it sounds like he took off at this point. Okay. But then Mary went into labor again. What? And this time it appeared that she was giving birth to more animal parts. So John Howard returned to check things out further. Uh Uh-huh. And then according to an account on November 9th, so many months later, over the next few days, John delivered something that looked like a pig's bladder. What? Then a cat's paw and head. What? And then after that, rabbits one after the other what the hell just birthing rabbits is it like a clown
0: car in there <laughs> i don't even know okay okay like whole rabbits whole rabbits. like like baby bunnies they're yes. really tiny and like hairless and gross i think they were like more full-sized rabbits what
1: the hell yeah not I like am, itty baby rabbits i'm gonna keep my iud i think <laughs> i think so So by the time John reported the case to a group of distinguished medical men, so he, like, rushes off and says, like, to this group, he's like, yo, this is happening, and they're in London. It was said that he had delivered 11 rabbits from Mary.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. Okay. What did he do with these rabbits, you might ask? Stew. Well, he pickled them in jars. Oh! Um, and lined them up on the shelf in his study later on. Okay, that was my next guess. No big deal.
0: <laughs> Just like, cool. These, these are, are great. Are, these are bunny rabbits I delivered from a human woman's <laughs> oh my uterus. Gosh.
1: So most of the medical people in London ignored John Howard, even though, you know, they all thought he was like being a prankster. But then King George I heard of it. And so he ordered his doctor to investigate it immediately. Yeah. So, on, on the page it said it was his court a- anatomist. It's his doctor, okay? Okay. And it, his name is Nathaniel St. Andre. Okay. We're going to give you a little history on this fellow, okay? Okay. It sounds like St. Andre was a fancy pants, and he had a taste for ornately embroidered shirts. Mm. I mean, I love a good embroidered I shirt.
0: I love a fancy man.
1: And he was born in Switzerland, and he... Wandered across Europe working as a servant, a language teacher, a dancer, a fencing instructor. And he was charming as hell. And he's a doctor also? Well. So he became interested in medicine because he noticed the wealth of a surgeon who was treating him for an injury. So he's like, ooh, this guy's doing well. (laughs) And clearly he's a jack of all trades, right? Yes, So, as soon as he recovered, his wounds healed and he recovered, homeboy made his way to London, and after an apprenticeship, he set up a surgical practice of his own.
0: Cool. Because that's what they did in the day. Get it? Does he also teach dance and fencing in the other rooms? Absolutely.
1: He does a little
0: bit of surgery, does a little dance class, you know, a
1: little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's called balance. Yeah, you got to balance your life out, for real. So, it says basically in other walks of life, he would have been called like an amateur doctor. but (laughs) That's what you don't want. No, it's definitely not. But it was an important time for men of medicine in British science. Yada, yada, yada. So, there you have it. Okay? Okay. So, St. Andre arrives at John Howard's house where it sounds like this is where Mary is now. And apparently he got there, and Mary was in the late stages of labor with a 15th rabbit. I'm
0: sorry, has she been in labor for like three (laughs) weeks? Get into that a little bit.
1: Oh, my hell. And over a few more hours, even more followed. And St. Andre couldn't believe his eyes. Before each birth of a rabbit, he would watch Mary and her abdomen would pulsate and quiver as though the animals were jumping or burrowing down her fallopian tubes, searching for an escape.
0: I'm frightened. (laughs) I am unwell. Right. And in his mind, like her fallopian tube is like a, a slide at McDonald's. I just I just don't even know. Like it's a ball pit up in there.
1: It's out of control. The story is out of control, okay? Okay. <laughs> and in his mind, the pressure of being pushed through the uterus is why the rabbits were being born dead, dead and uh, some in crushed pieces.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: This is too much. But
0: a, a child makes it. Yeah,
1: you know, it doesn't all make sense. Rabbits
0: are not meant for the birth canal.
1: Yeah. So it said that she would scream in anguish during the final stage of each labor, but she was surprisingly calm and noted that she'd laugh very heartily with us. Wait. Trust me. <laughs>
0: trust me. If I was birthing rabbits, I would not be laughing or calm. No. At all, I like. I can't even think of a sentence right now. I don't no. know.
1: I don't know. Well, people say that the fact that she was so calm and she was laughing probably should have given Saint Andre some pause, but he was too excited, thinking that this crazy thing was going on, and thinking, "Oh shit, I'm gonna be the dude who delivered rabbits. Everyone's gonna know my name. I'm gonna be a boss," and so he didn't doubt a thing. You okay. know. So he took a few of the pickled rabbits home to London. (laughs) Cute. And he presented them to the king, who was so confused and dumbfounded. Yeah. So he arranged for Mary to be taken to the capital to be studied by great scientists. And at this time, she was promised a royal pension for doing this. So he's like, come here. Yeah. You'll get a royal pension. You'll live here. Yeah, she's like, how many people have to look at my hoo-ha? Right? I'm gonna
0: need some money, sir. Exactly.
1: So St. Andre later published a book and was like, "Hells yeah, I'm the best. Check out what I did. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. And it proved to be a hit in London. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. The
0: rage. Oh, my gosh. It's like Ripley's Believe It or Not 1700s. Absolutely. And Mary became the talk of the town.
1: And so now the story makes it sound like this happened over a very long period of time, like you said. Yeah. But I think it was probably more over a few days, which still is a long time. But listen, <laughs> this was a long time ago. So I'm sure accounts of this story got all muddled up. You know? uh uh-huh. Like, I don't... the 1720s, okay? Okay, yeah. Did we even have books? We can't have everything <laughs> down to the pinpointed... Pinpoint.
0: It's not even no. pinpointed. No, not at all. America's n- uh, not even a concept yet. No. So <laughs> books weren't being written, okay? Absolutely not. <laughs> So
1: even though one doctor named John Mowbray believed the story, he had also written stuff in a book his himself about women needing to avoid playing with dogs and squirrels and apes during pregnancy as you do. I I
0: feel like I've heard that, but now I'm like, what Why?
1: Yeah. For fear, it could lead to birthing of the creatures.
0: You know, like sometimes Um. you play with an ape and then
1: sometimes you're (laughs) pregnant with an ape and then you like give Mm. birth to an ape. It's, it's such a mess. So you just shouldn't play
0: with animals, <laughs> right? I do remember reading this in yes. Seventeen magazine, and I was like, "I learned my lesson." I I solemnly swear to I will never, I will touch no apes, touch apes during, during my birth. pregnancy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's ridiculous. it's ridiculous. Like they didn't. They thought that like a woman's uterus like traveled all around her body and gave her hysteria. Pretty much. They're like it's in her brain. She's crazy.
1: <laughs> Her womb, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, this guy, since he'd written this book, he was like, "Yeah, that's what I've been saying, people." Like she chased that rabbit. Now she's birthing rabbits. She didn't even touch or catch the rabbit. No, but she's been thinking about she the rabbit. Thought she's about too it. Close to the rabbit. Mm. Well, a lot of their colleagues that were a little bit more on the contemporary side were not convinced, and they wanted to investigate for themselves.
0: Yes, true scientists. Yeah.
1: One of the main people that was skeptical was a man named Richard Manningham, and he was a colleague of St. Andre. And he had briefly seen Mary before she was brought to London, and when he initially examined her, he was startled by a few things. Like the motion on the right side of her belly, which they'd called the leaping up of the rabbit as well as the flushing of her face and the quickening of her pulse and the fact that the opening to her uterus spread a little like it was like it would during the later stages of pregnancies. So okay. anyway, and she's dilated, but Richard and a colleague who is very well respected. His name is James Douglas started to assume that this was probably a hoax.
0: Mm.
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that's what i'm thinking so less than two weeks later on december 4th a man named thomas onslow who had also begun an investigation on his own discovered that for the past month mary's husband joshua had been buying young rabbits (laughs) ah but also the same day thomas howard uh, a porter, which is just a guy who carries stuff for his job, like he just like hauls things around. Mm-hmm.
0: He he's confessed... A, he's the original truck driver. Yes. With his body.
1: Yes. And his arms. He confessed to the Justice of the Peace, Sir Tomage, Thomas Claridge, uh, that he had been bribed by Mary's sister-in-law, Margaret, to sneak rabbits into Mary's room. Okay. Wow. So at this point, Mary is arrested and questioned and she denied the accusation but Margaret... Uh, the sister-in-law, under interrogation, claimed that she had obtained the rabbit, but only for eating. Okay.
0: Checks out. Sure. I'm really scared. Yeah. On December
1: 7th, <laughs> in the presence of Manningham and Douglas, the two doctors, and some other people, she finally confesses. Let's hear apparently, it. Apparently. Explain yourself, Mary. Yeah. So apparently she was pregnant, but apparently following her miscarriage, while her cervix permitted access... An accomplice had inserted into her womb no. the claws and body of a cat what? and the head of a
0: rabbit. What the shit, man? <laughs> How is she not dead from infection? I don't know. It's so gross. How is that not insanely painful? I don't know. Mary deserves the electric chair for this. <laughs> I <I'm> agree. <laughs> but why? i just like, what. People pass
1: out from getting their IUDs in, and this girl's getting full-blown. She's blown. like, cat head, shove it. She's like, well, I did miscarry, so now now's the time. Well, yeah, put something in- is wrong with her uterus
0: if it's not shrinking back down. Well, I think they put foreign things up there, so yeah. the body's
1: just probably like, I don't know what the hell to do. I'm surprised this she, she didn't hemorrhage. Seriously. Seriously. Okay, so she also claimed that she made the story up about being in the field with a rabbit and becoming obsessed with them. What is even real, Mary, if that's
0: your real name? You can't
1: even believe anything from this woman. And so on the 8th, after being further interrogated, she blamed all sorts of people, like her mother-in-law, and she also claimed that a traveling woman told her how to insert rabbits into her body and how such a scheme would ensure that she would, quote, never want for anything for as long as she lived.
0: I hate it so much. It's like what people do on TikTok now, right? Uh, that's going to some extreme,
1: she's, extreme lengths to get some cash. I'm just saying. <sighs> she's like, you know what? I want to make a lot of money. I'm going to birth
0: rabbits. Yeah, she's I'm like... I'm going to stuff these puppies I'm up there. going to be a carnival exhibit.
1: Oh, my gosh. And why? It's horrifying. <sighs> I... Uh, so she got a custodial sentence of several weeks inside Bridewell prison where her continued humiliation was deemed part of the punishment, which absolutely. Yeah, you got to live with that shame, girlfriend. Yes. And several times a week, members of the public were invited in for a small fee and Mary was paraded before them by her wardens. I don't know about that, but <laughs> sh- home- homegirl needs help.
0: Seriously. I don't know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> well, surprisingly, soon after her release from Bridewell Prison, she gave birth to a little girl. Wow, her uterus
0: was still functioning. It was still fine. I don't understand, but it, that's what she's the story like, me. She's like, the baby's in there, and she's like, what is this? Kitten paw. Right? What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And her infamy persisted for
1: the next several decades, though she disappeared from the public eye until... Years later, when it was reported that she'd been convicted of petty theft Mm. from one crime to the next, you know what? Won't she do (sighs) seriously? (laughs) So, there's the story of the woman who tricked a bunch of people into thinking she gave birth to rabbits,
0: rabbit parts honey why though you know just i literally don't understand she why she needed to leave england like she She couldn't even be there anymore no her poor kids no it's gonna follow them forever absolutely and it still is here in the age of books it lived
1: on well my sources for this are the parisreview.org and extraordinary delivery of rabbits by edward white Wikipedia, and BBC.com, The Woman Who Gave Birth to Rabbits by Bethan
0: Bell. Wow. Good job. I've never heard that story in my life. I hadn't either, and I was like, what
1: <laughs> like, shit? shit is, is going on here? This is it. I found the story. <laughs> it just seems, it just fits here, okay? <laughs> it's, it's strange. It's weird. I don't know what's happening. It's both gloom and bloom. No
0: one knows what's happening. Leaves you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Upset. Also, a little happy. Why? Also, why are like, you a little happy? You're laughing. You're kind of like, I should I be laughing? I shouldn't be laughing. So did something's they, wrong. They but the, the Peta needs to get involved because sounds like they murdered yeah. a bunch of rabbits. This was probably the
1: start of Peta. You know, like I'm just saying. Yeah, like,
0: they were, were like something. About we're this. outraged. What are we gonna do? Oh, I know. Yeah, go on a rampage for eternity. Anyway, my story today. Mm-hmm. Is a missing person story. <gasps> Ooh. We're going to be talking about a girl named Paula Jean Weldon. Ooh. They also call her Little Red Riding Hood. The real Little Red Riding Hood. And um, it's also a story of like, a, it's called the Bennington Triangle, which is like the Bermuda Triangle, but in Vermont. Oh. So we got I a lot of no things idea. going on. yeah Okay. And to start, I think that we need to talk about what a real estate agent would do, you know, which is focus on the location, location, location. Absolutely. (laughs) So we're going to talk about the Bennington Triangle first and foremost. Okay. So it's centered around the Glastonbury Mountain in Vermont, and it has been known for strange events for a long time, including UFOs, activity and sightings, Bigfoot sightings. Well, yeah. Strange lights and sounds. And it's also the place where five people disappeared between the years of 1940 to 1950. So the area is said to be cursed. And it's like it's cursed according to Native American lore. The Indians in the area had long been wary of the area and avoided it, like would not step foot on it. Yeah. The Algonquin legend warned that the malevolent stone in the mountains would open up and devour anyone unlucky enough to step on it. <gasps> nope. Bom, bom, bom. Nope. There have been stories of people going missing in the area, including a man named Carl Henrik. In Carl. Carl, I was. It says Carol, but it says it says it's a man, so I'm assuming it's Carl, unless his parents named him Carol.
1: That's fine.
0: Could be either way. Yeah. So, Carol went missing in 1954. Uh, He was on a hunting trip, and he was about 10 miles northeast of a ghost town that's near the Glastonbury Mountains, and his body was discovered three days later, surrounded by huge, mysterious footprints, and his cause of death was, um, he had been squeezed to death. No. Yeah? Okay? Deal with that. Okay? Squeezed. To death. No. And big footprints. I don't like it. So. It's a big We know who's responsible.
1: We know Sasquatch.
0: Okay. Now we're going to learn about Paula Jean. So. Paula Dean? Pa- I know. <laughs> I kept being like, what? Her name's Paula Jean Weldon. So she was born in 1928. She was the oldest of four daughters. And um, she and her family lived in Samford, Connecticut, And she was in college, but so during the school year, she lived on campus at Bennington College in Vermont. Okay, so she was, according to the Morbid Library, they report that she was a typical young woman with an interest in botany and the arts, and she specifically enjoyed uh, art. She did oil and water paintings. Ooh. She sketched in charcoal with and with pencils, and she enjoyed playing the guitar and spending time outdoors and camping and hiking. So she was the 40s version of a granola. I'm pretty sure that she found it hiking. I'm pretty yeah. sure about it. Yeah. Okay, so... I heard that. Uh, <clears throat> they say that Paula was a very responsible student. She worked at Bennington College in the dining hall and she worked really hard in her classes. She got good grades. So, December 1st, 1946. Millie's birthday is December 1st. So, shout out. Shout out. Uh she was finished. She finished a double shift. She was working in the dining hall of Bennington College and she apparently returned home to her dorm room. And she had been seen by her roommate, Elizabeth Johnson, around 2.45 p.m. And according to her, uh, she said, I'm all through with studies and I'm going to take a long walk, which was the last time that she ever saw her roommate.
1: Oh, man.
0: So I'm like, last thing I want to do after a double shift is uh, like go for a hike, but whatever. Different strokes. No, no. So... Paula didn't tell her roommate exactly where she was going to hike, but it's believed that she headed towards the Long Trail. It is a trail that is 273 miles and it stretches the length of the Vermont, length of Vermont from Massachusetts to Canada. So oh, wow. it's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't too far away from the college. So according to witness reports, Paula Jean left her uh, dorm approximately at 2.30. She was wearing a red parka, jeans, white sneakers, and a gold wristwatch with a black band. And I said, "Uh, sounds like a vibe, though.
1: Absolutely. I'm into it.
0: Yeah. I'm like, was she the first hiking influencer? I think she probably was. Definitely. Um. Okay. So, they're like, she really wasn't dressed appropriately for the cold weather, and she also didn't take, like, any money with her. So, she...
1: I mean, do you hike with money?
0: I know, unless you're like, oh, I'm going to buy me granola. Oh, wait, I am a granola, so I, have, of course, have homemade in my bag.
1: But also, it's like, what, are you going to buy that on the trail? I don't know. You can't. Maybe they're like,
0: well, okay. Yes, go ahead. So, uh, a witness said that they saw her hiking near the Bennington campus. Oh, Sorry. Not hiking, hitchhiking. Whoa. <laughs> and I said, girl, no. So somebody saw her hitchhiking. So she found someone who gave her a ride, and it was a man. And he said that she wanted a ride to the Gl- Glastonbury Mountain, where she planned to hike the long trail. Um, So the man dropped her off approximately three miles from Route 9, where she planned to enter the trail. So it is believed that she did make it to this destination as several witnesses report seeing her walking along the trail that same day. So oh, check. She made it through probably the there. most dangerous part of her day. <laughs> yeah. The hitchhiking. But it's it's the 40s. So they have no idea how dangerous it is yet.
1: Well, and it's just crazy because you just like, there's no way to contact anyone. No. It, like I get so stressed if I leave my phone anywhere Ooh. and I'm like, crap. What if something happens? And I know that's just like how
0: we all lived up until I know.
1: like 20 years ago. I, know. I
0: think about all the time when like me and my mom would go to the mall and I was with friends and they'd be like, okay, meet back here at 12 o'clock. Totally. And I was like, she had no way to contact me. That yeah. that horrifies me now. I would not let my girls go wander the mall by themselves. That's so crazy. <laughs> but this is the 40s. They probably barely had pay phones. Yeah, they didn't have anything else. So they're just like, yeah, sure. Sure. Whatever. Okay, so... One witness in particular spoke with her at around 4 p.m. She stopped to ask the man, and I they named him in the article, but I didn't write it down. So he's verifiable. But he she's asking about the trail and the total length, and they told her, whatever, like it's groovy. No, what do they say in the 40s? It's okay, they said, Oh, the trail is a dream boat. That's what they said. The trail is a dream boat. Don't be a drip. And don't be, don't be an eager beaver about it," <laughs> <laughs> they said. "He's a jive bomber. He's a good dancer. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a geezer. Mm-hmm. Don't be a geezer. Okay. Whatever. They said it was a, the trail is a dreamboat, but be careful. It's getting dark. Okay. So they send her on the way. Uh, that was the last reported sighting of. Her before no, she vanished. No. So it was reported that Paula decided to start the hike anytime after four. And by that time, it was starting to get dark and the weather was becoming it's way worse. too
1: late to start a hike.
0: And in December, yeah. it is like almost, yeah, the sun's setting and
1: you're the an weather was getting hiker?
0: bad. Come on, come yes, on. Seriously, you're a hiking influencer. You're rookie mistakes. It's not the time. So the sunset, approximately one after one hour after she talked to the witness and within hours it began snowing and accumulation was around three inches. So that's quite a bit of snow, especially when you're in the mountains. So her roommate became concerned when she did not return from her hike and wasn't reporting reported missing until the next Monday uh, when she didn't show up for class. And I said, can we discuss how in December, Oh, December is not the time for a solo sunset hike, right? No. It's sketch. And can we also discuss how Todd took me on our first date, uh, mm. to the mountains Uh-oh. to a bonfire Uh-oh. at night, obviously, on December third. Oh. Like what? No. He could have been a serial killer. Totally. How did I survive? I mean By the maybe. skin of my teeth. Maybe.
1: He's just waiting for the right time.
0: We've said this. You never really know anyone. No, you never. I wouldn't bat an eyelash at that. Just kidding. (laughs) You're like, he walks in. He's like, I'm going to kill you. You're like, I know. I've always (laughs) known. It's only a matter of time. I'm wearing my The Husband Did It shirt and he's (laughs) like, gets all weird about it. Just kidding. He's always like, You better hope that I don't go missing because your phone, your research history will damn you. And I was like, You better not.
1: Don't you dare. I'd be screwed.
0: (laughs) Okay, so when she failed to return to her classes, they called her parents, the university called her parents, and uh, they reported her missing, and uh, the Connecticut and New York State Police Departments began searching the trail surrounding the region. Initially, authorities assumed that she'd simply lost, that she got lost or was injured along the trail, and maybe probably died of exposure, because it had been days at this point. However, they did an extensive search, There was no trace of her found anywhere on the trail. Whoa. So another theory suggests that she was depressed and may have either ran away or committed suicide. But uh, people were like, oh, well, she was considering changing her major from art to botany and was struggling with the decision. So college is stressful man it's so stressful that i didn't i didn't go but it's i didn't either i didn't go because i was like too stressful too much i'm like i don't know if i want to be a botanist but or I not i just feel
1: like that time in life is oh yeah stressful.
0: well and it's hard because you're seriously just a kid and you have to make like choices that will impact you the rest of your life totally. it's hard you're
1: like oh do i want to do botany forever <laughs> i mean i like it now
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but will i in 10 years Probably not. That's
1: the big question. That's the big one.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So they said that she was feeling somewhat depressed in the weeks prior to her disappearance. Uh, and I didn't, I don't think I even wrote it down, but she apparently, this was right after Thanksgiving, she did not go home for Thanksgiving because she had some kind of a falling out with her family. Ooh. So they, but her family says they do not believe that she was severely depressed. Yeah. Okay. So her parents disagree with the theory that she may have ran away or committed suicide. Instead, they said that they suspected her boyfriend may have been involved. Weldon's father, so Paula's father in particular, did not approve of this relationship. And according to some reports, um, the other, the only thing linking the boyfriend to the disappearance was a report from a psychic. So, hey oh, <laughs> Do we believe in him? Do we not? hundred percent believe.
1: I'm not. Well, 100% believe in some of
0: them. <laughs> 100% they work 63% of the time. Yes. But apparently the cops didn't because he was never arrested. So, Although authorities did Fail. not consider the boyfriend to be a suspect, her father was insistent that they continue to follow that lead. And the dispute ultimately led to a breakdown of the relationship between the family and the police investigating the disappearance. Okay. So one of the most compelling persons of interest was actually... Uh, a man named Fred Gadette who worked as a lumberjack and lived near the trail where she vanished. And then I wrote, I wonder if he was one of those dudes that pop up on our For You page. Yeah. Love us a lumberjack. Also, do you know who turned into a lumberjack? Who? Dexter. Does he really? Like yes. the actor or the character? Character. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Steer clear. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I mean,
1: you may think that lumberjack on TikTok is attractive. He might kill you.
0: Yeah, like we said, you can't trust anyone, even a lumberjack.
1: No.
0: Like, oh, you think you like Paul Bunyan? Guess what I can do with this axe?
1: Yeah. Axe, axe, axe. That's an axe sound.
0: It's more like thud.
1: I know so many people who are so into Paul Bunyan. They'll be so disappointed. (laughs) The big ox. They love that big blue ox.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, stop it. We're gonna make a campaign against Paul Bunyan after this.
1: We're anti Paul Bunyan. Yeah,
0: and we Paul stand Bunyan. firm in that. That's one thing we do stand by.
1: A hundred percent. Now we're flip flopping around. Yeah.
0: yeah, we're yeah we we don't stand by Abstinence, but we do stand by our hatred for Paul Bunyan. Uh. Okay. So okay, in 1955, this lumberjack went to authorities and confessed to having information about paula's disappearance and knowing where her remains were buried do you think it was because her name's paula and it's too close to paul oh my gosh he was like you think you're a lady lumberjack i doubt it thud 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 oh (laughs) okay (laughs) however he decided to recant his confession and claimed he was simply seeking attention like all yeah. lumberjacks do. Ugh. They're like, you think we can't smell you? We all know you don't wear deodorant and you just want attention yeah. for being such a granola. Yeah. Paul Bunyan.
1: Ugh. Always needing attention. He
0: needs, you know what he needs? Native.
1: <laughs> Sponsored by Native. <laughs> okay. So
0: Paul Bunyan reportedly bragged to others about attacking and killing Paula, but that was not true. What an idiot. Ugh. Okay, so it was reported by the local newspaper, the Bennington Banner, that the other theory suggests that it was actually Paula's father that was involved in her disappearance. Ooh. Weeks prior to the disappearance, she had planned to return to her family's home in Connecticut to celebrate Thanksgiving, but according to the roommate, she decided to stay on campus instead. So there was a, some kind of a disagreement that, so the theory is there was a disagreement that led to the disappearance. Okay. Um, and the father also drew suspicion when he apparently vanished for 36 hours amid the search for his daughter. That's weird. What are you doing? I don't like that at all. Dad? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You're so embarrassing. Yeah. You're so embarrassing. Look under the tree. Look, look under that pile of leaves.
1: Don't go missing.
0: <laughs> we already have one missing person. Can you get your shit together? So you got to tie the dad yeah. to the police so they don't he go has missing. To have, like a leash, mm-hmm. like from one wrist to another. Yeah, it was like
1: oh, Dad, dragging him along. Dad, come closer. Sorry.
0: <laughs> like the little animal
1: backpacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> he had a backpack leash on. In the weeks and the months following his daughter's disappearance, the uh, he unabashedly was vocal of his criticism of the law enforcement. And his belief was that they were not investigating the disappearance to their full ability. Mm. And he also criticized the state of Vermont for not even having its own police force. Because it did not at the what? time. It did not. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, It was actually one of the key factors of why... Uh, She was never found is considered to be the lack of the police force in Vermont. At the time, uh, he used his sway and like popularity from being a missing girl's dad from the state police of New York and Connecticut to come in and help the investigation. So Mr. Weldon, as well as the Bennington College students, criticized the local police force. Oh, sorry, I got lost. Investigation skills. For instance, when the dad found out at one point the local police had not kept any written records for the first 10 days following his daughter's disappearance. So no. that's not good. No. Uh, and their failure to find her eventually led to the creation of Vermont State Police in 1947. Well, there you so, go. So, hey, one tiny thing that came out of this that's good. Totally. So... Other series, other theories have suggested that her disappearance may have been related to paranormal activity in this Bennington Triangle that we talked oh about at the gosh. beginning. So they say that in 1992, the movie? Bennington Triangle, the paranormal activity. Movie. Oh, yeah, it was thanks to that movie. So <laughs> <Made> the, <laughs> fifty years later. Uh, so, like we said, there were many strange occurrences that took place in this area. In uh, addition to these disappearances, there have been sightings of cryptids such as Bigfoot, the UFOs, and some even believe the land itself, like the indigenous people, said that it is cursed. So, theories beyond this. Was it harsh weather or an alien abduction? Initially, the theory that comes to mind is that Paula could not continue on the trail due to the harsh weather and was lost in the thick, dense woods. Checks out. Yeah. Ultimately freezing to death. And while this theory is very plausible, the utter lack of evidence, it uh it doesn't pan out. Yeah. It doesn't work. An animal attack is also very possible, right? Yeah. But there were no signs of torn clothing. There was no like missing shoe. No blood was found, no limbs, yeah. no baby rabbits were found. Uh I you know it's bad. She was wearing a red jacket right so you would think that that would be like easy to spot exactly totally nothing not even so a shame. red string nothing and it says that they they searched it and they would like leave confetti where they had searched so they'd known like what they had searched and what they hadn't searched and i was like wow. that sounds great except for have you heard of wind yeah so i'm like maybe their search wasn't maybe very it's good. really heavy confetti <laughs> yeah also littering come on the 40s oh my gosh save the planet please could you please uh, okay, so as time went on, there were no answers of where she went. Wild theories about an alien abduction became very popular. So it was backed up by dozens of UFO sightings in the area when she went missing, leading many people to believe that it was a different type of uh, quote nature at play. The supernatural gets Ooh. involved. But to this day, whatever happened to her is unknown. There's no evidence. There's nothing to consider, like no more evidence to consider. And That's it's baffling. Crazy. So it's like stuck in the minds of pop culture for all these years because it's just creepy. Re- freaking and mystery.
1: Nobody knows. Oh, how unsettling. Yeah. Well,
0: then the last theory I have for you is that uh, she had been in unusually high spirits and had decided to run away and start a new life and was going to meet a secret lover and eloped with him. Or she had become in- injured and suffered from amnesia. Oh. So I'm like there's a lot of ways this could go. Sure. But I don't know. No, I feel like anything else Alien abduction might be the only answer. I think that's it. Because there's no trace. No. Just so crazy. And you think like
1: over the years with like Erosion
0: and just like people wearing yeah. the trail, uh huh. Like something would be spotted, right? Exactly because it was December, right? There was a lot of snow. Yeah. they even waited till the next May and then went out and did another search, totally, because it's like all the snow's gone. There's still nothing. So weird, right? But it is a huge area, and I, feel I just like those don't know. Things kind of creep you out because you're like, oh my gosh, but how? How I know. could there be nothing? Ah, shoot. There's something called like missing persons four one one or something. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about it? It's like. All people who go missing in national parks under mysterious yeah. circumstances. And she's part of it. Ew, I don't like it. Be afraid of nature.
1: I, I already don't like it. Have you okay. seen
0: The Blair Witch? I have. <laughs> it's like that. Always be afraid. That's what I say. A B A. Always be afraid. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that's all I got. Oh, and my sources. I didn't write them down, so let me look. Ah, it's gone. It was mostly a grunge.com article and all that's interesting article and Wikipedia pages. I love it. I love it. Oh, and uh, inyourstate.com.
1: Classic. Yep. A classic one.
0: Hmm. I'll be better about writing those down in the future. Sorry about it. Oh, I loved it. Thank you so much. Yeah. And it just
1: like, it tied into like our Bigfoot story not that long ago.
0: Exactly. I mean, saying i know I, I can you imagine getting squeezed to death squeezed to death you know what happened i think Big Le, bigfoot loves too much
1: he has so much love to give it's like that uh that book that we read in high school with the like guy who holds the rats the mice of mice and men oh and he like pets them till they die oh that's bigfoot yeah he people. was like a oh, friend he's like i love you i want to give you he's a like you're a hunter slushes. i'm a hunter hug, yeah. hug 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 snap
0: yeah and he's like oh no yeah <laughs> not again
1: oh it's so so sad oh yeah okay. seriously well <laughs> yeah this is a short one
0: today i love it yeah you we uh we
1: got them out to you
0: yeah That's right what we're here to earbuds. deliver and then run away we're like doordash of terrible stories i love
1: it mm-hmm. we're like hey 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 it's us we we're forty minutes late, but we're here.
0: <laughs> and your, your food's food is cold, cold
1: <laughs> and uh, there's one burning hot fry
0: in there. Yeah, but uh, and then they the leave. rest is good. They leave, and you're like, "Wow, gloom and bloom." <laughs>
1: <laughs> My food is here, and I am hungry, but it's not that great. Yeah, no,
0: and also five stars leave tips. Yes. you know, you know. Um, okay.
1: Uh, this week we'd like to thank our new Patreon, Savannah Southwick. Savannah. Yeah. Did you know that you make our podcast possible?
0: Yeah, did you even know it?
1: We'd like to sing a little song to you today about how you make everything possible. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Mm. You make it possible. Savannah! <laughs>
0: magical that's what your five dollars got you this month (laughs) imagine if you donate you listening what i will sing your name wow you know what if you want me to sing your name and you want to donate to the patreon you donate and you say i want christine to sing my name and then you give me a genre you want hip-hop you want you want me to yodel it you want me to do opera you want me to do backstreet boys version i will do it Yodel, that's real special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have
1: to practice. You guys, not very many people hear Christine's yodeling, but it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's a, She's experienced. It's Let a closeted
0: talent of mine. <laughs> Let
1: me tell you. I've was- been
0: honing it in the mountainous <laughs> ranges of Manta, Utah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every weekend, you go
0: up to do your yodeling and you...
1: Where yeah, you yodeling? The, it was like
0: on the local radio they're like there is a strange <laughs> uh creature in the mountains it's got a bizarre mating call and be steer clear put your children away but really it was always me. Oh my gosh. It was I always it me. So much. Mm-hmm. So. I was yodeling the Manti High School fight song. That's what oh, it was. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What's what's the fight song? Uh I can't think of the fight song but I know the school song. It was like uh, yo ho ah Na, 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 na Okay, it, then it goes M H just forever. Hurrah, hurrah! A traitor among us—we never shall know. And happy, happy we, as students here, can be something, something, something. Manti High School. I don't even know if our school had one. Well, you don't got that small I mean, town they pride, might, but yeah. Anybody who went to high school with me, I know that you just smiled. Yeah. I felt it in my Templar heart. And if you are from Alta High School
1: <laughs> and you know our school song, I want to know email it to us please thank you no, um sing it to us but yeah send us your emails guys yes sounds please. like a. we may have some twins listening to our podcast uh-huh. or a twin or something so yeah. please tell us your twin everyone stories. knows a twin uh tell us your beanie baby story your road rage stories your yeah. beanie baby story
0: tell us your favorite everything uh-huh Tell us your favorite alien abduction that happened to you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All the things. Tell us your Bigfoot sighting. Um, I know someone. Well, Todd knows someone. They're Facebook friends still that um, was abducted by aliens and also had an alien child. And she talks about it quite a bit. Whoa. Yeah. So there are hybrids, guys. There you go. It's real. You heard it here first from todd's facebook friend i never even knew i never knew so yeah we'll have to discuss off air i love it (laughs) uh Uh, okay
1: our email is gloom and bloom podcast at gmail.com you can find that in the link in our bio on instagram which is gloom and bloom podcast and Mm -hmm. we have lots of good stuff on facebook also gloom and bloom podcast yes and And you guys yeah like rate review subscribe you guys we haven't gotten any reviews lately and it's getting to me
0: it's getting to me it's getting me down (sighs) bring her back up yeah you want to make me smile review the damn podcast (laughs) (laughs) and we love you and we stand by that
1: we do we stand by it every week we love you but mostly we just like to talk so thanks for being here guys Mm -hmm. i seriously no truly Mm -hmm. i seriously can't believe people listen to us
0: (laughs) I know. People are like, oh, how's your podcast going? I'm like, it's great. We're getting like more listeners all the time. But I was like, even if we weren't, we would definitely still do it. Yes. So, yeah. Thanks. Okay. And it's my turn for the weird sign off. Thank you so much for listening. And why don't you go ahead and make like the Bennington triangle and get lost. (gasps) G&B out.